Welcome back to Balls and Brews, kids. I'm Zach. This is Josh. And uh, we're bringing you commercial-free sports talk from my garage. And the reason I'm telling you that is, um, look, we're just two dudes here, not trying to sell you anything. We're just in a garage drinking beer. With a heat fan. With a heat fan, just living life. So crack a brew open, join us in on the conversation. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and follow us at balls underscore and underscore brews on Twitter. That's balls and brews. And man, like I said, join in on the conversation. Yep. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year, man. It's uh it's the third. We, it's the third. We've had a we had a little wild uh schedule trying to get together and get all this stuff out to the masses of the you masses. out there listening. Uh, you know, just holidays and whatnot, spending time with some family. Um, so yeah, we're we're back in the saddle, hopefully back to the two time a week. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, national championship Monday night, but yeah. uh, we're trying to figure out that and may just do it and watch the game or something. Yeah, 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 do some sort of uh, do a special show, just kind of talk. You know, obviously there's gonna be news. There's always somebody doing something dumb um, in the sports world to to talk about. But uh, big big week college footballs getting to that um, getting to that point. We had the, the penultimate games leading up to the national championship that is Bama Clemson part four. I think so, yeah. It's kind of uh, bittersweet, man. I'm jacked about, obviously, the, the national title and the NFL, but we've got four weeks of football left, yeah, basically. Yeah, insane. I mean, I mean it, it right? just seemed like four, it five? started. I know. I mean, it's, it's wild. I, I was uh, taking the magnet off of the refrigerator that has, like, you know, a local realtor had sent out. had, like, Tennessee, Georgia's, Bama's schedule, and it's just, like, crying as I took it off the fridge, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's hard to believe. It's uh, it is. It's hard to believe that it's that it's winding down. And uh, but you know, we're, we're excited because we're to the point. You know, you watch all year for this. And, that's right. And here we are. Yeah, that's and right. Bama Clemson is should be, you know, short of nothing. Deserve it for all the fans. Uh, obviously, I think we've been saying it for several weeks. It seems like Bama Clemson is. They've been on a collision course. Neither one of them really, really struggled in their games. Yeah. Um, Clemson had the scare whenever uh, quarterback got knocked out that game. And they had to kind of find a way to win. What was that, Pitt maybe? I don't know. I can't remember. But, you know, yeah. that, that was their one scare. And yeah. I think I saw something, you know, before the um, the game the other night where they basically were hanging 50, beating teams by 50 or 40 or something. Just right. Something ungodly. So, uh, I mean, obviously they showed their class in a 30-3 to victory right. over Notre Dame. And, I, you know, I wouldn't say that Bama's really been scared most of the year. I mean, they had the Citadel scare. And then I don't even know if you consider Georgia a game of scare because it pretty much seemed like they were in regardless. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point because they, they probably – they should have lost that game. Georgia did what, you know, what typically Georgia does, right? right. Kind of handed it to them. Um, but – Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think – Bama loses that game in a what, three or four seed. So, it's not like they were – Speaking of handing it away, I saw some just ultra bitter Georgia fan on Twitter, which don't get me wrong, I would be too. Um, that was like, what is the dumbest, you know, or the guy was basically like, is the dumbest thing that you can do in a football game is to punch another guy in a face mask and then somebody put no running a fake punt on 4th and 11. It was like, that's fantastic. That's the, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So yeah, Bama, Bama, Clemson, Bama's uh, last I saw was six and a half point favorite. Ah, man, I get the vibe that you know Clemson could even the score here. I don't, that offense is they, they're tough. Yeah, and that 
Yeah, uh, I mean, offense go, yeah. Dude, I mean, without saying, then your defense is just as good. Yeah, I mean, Hunter Renfro is like 38. I saw something. somebody <laughs> said something. Hunter Renfro announces he will retire, retire from, from Clemson, Clemson after, the game. after the game. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing he's still there. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. I would be shocked if it was one-sided on either side. I would be um, I'd be stunned. I would, you know, could I see it being a 10-point game either way late? Yeah. Maybe. But I can't imagine it being a 42-10 to 10 type game. I'd so. be surprised and really disappointed because I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be good. You know, there just really hasn't been that many good bowl games. I mean, you know, leading up to, you know, Ohio State, Washington, Georgia, Texas, which were really – Early on in those games, neither one of them were really close. You know, like the Washington kind of came, uh, you know, storming back a little bit. Obviously, Georgia ca- tried to make a game of, you know, the mess that they trotted out there. Uh, but there just really haven't been that many good bowl games. Now, LSU-UCF was good. It was a good bowl game. Yeah, it was a good bowl game. I think a little bit um, deceiving uh, with, you know, time of possession, LSU dominated. They pretty much dominated the game except for on the scoreboard where they just couldn't break away. Right. Well, they, they threw a quick pick six and they were driving. You know, they yeah. were, they were, it was like a 92-yard pick six they threw. So, yeah. And they were about to go in and score there. So, they were, you know, they were close. But I think the, you know, if they played again, LSU full strength, it probably isn't as close. But it kind of leads to the point we were talking about just before we started, you know. I don't, I don't know what that says in UCF – you know, belongs in the playoff. No, I mean, obviously, I think most football fans, if they really had a moment of clarity outside of the state of Florida, right? They're, they're not gonna, Florida. yeah, they're not gonna, you know, get in there and really compete with the big dogs year in year out. That being said, I think they've shown over the past few years that, you know, they can play. They could be, as I mentioned to you, the Mississippi State of, yes. you know, of the SEC. They could yeah. hang with those teams. Vanderbilt, Kentucky. Yeah, you know, the even thing Missouri. is, I mean, those right and. You know, people are like, oh, I know people are going to say that's, that's crazy. You, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. But look at where they recruit from. I mean, they recruit from one of the hottest states in the country. They get kids who don't want to leave for whatever reason that don't get picked, you know, that aren't five, four and five stars getting picked by Florida, Miami, right. and, and Florida State. But they've got speed, and those are big dudes. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you know, and they get a good coach in there. I mean, like, you know, Frost there, I mean, get somebody that can develop those guys – you can make a three-star or five-star in a spring. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, you get them in a good system. You get them, you know, get them disciplined. I mean. And you're yeah. not talking about a three-star from Nebraska. You're talking about a three-star from Florida. Right. Right. I mean, kind so of stuff that, the like, kids you know, won, you know, two state championships in track. Right. You know, but yeah. he, just, he has trouble catching the ball or whatever. Or he was behind a four-star at his high school. Ridiculous you know? athletes. Right. So, I mean, it's not it, – it's, it's a little different than I think a lot of people give it credit. And you know, even the kids that, you know, aren't quote-unquote – Good enough to play at a big time university. I mean, they can play down there. Oh, so yeah, Florida's a hotbed for for tons and tons of talent. I mean, I think you see it year in and year out. Just you know, typically your Florida teams are are just good. You know? Yeah, you put them. You you know, USF South Florida had their run back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I think you get the right combination there. You can have a run, um, but you put those guys in you know, UCF in any. Power Five conference, and everything remains the same. They're gonna compete for a you know a conference title or at least yeah. a division title in that conference. Well, yeah. I could see them winning the East or the West, you know, minus Bama and the SEC at one point. Like right. if Missouri that, can win the East, their first two years, right. why couldn't you see it? Well, because right? at that point too, the allure like 
the recruiting allure. You can just walk about, yeah, we're an SEC school now. Right. Or yeah, we're an ACC school now. We're a, you know, now all of a sudden, a, UCF becomes like, that's yeah. a legit school. Yeah. You say, hey, yeah. we're in part of the SEC or right. we're part of, even the ACC. Come do or, something that has never right. been done before. Yeah. Right. So, um, not to get too far off on that, but it just, uh, you know, it, I think they could, they get sold a little short. Obviously, some of it's their own doing. You know, you know by getting out, national, you know, announcing they're a national champ, all that. But it kind of on along the lines of the Power Five. I was kind of, I had a, a thought, you know, the other day, just watching some games, having a couple beers, and that's when I do my best thinking. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, that's that's right. I'm like Hemingway. Um, but you know, I started thinking. You know how college basketball does like a uh, like a rivalry week or not a rivalry week? They'll do like you know SEC versus Big Ten challenge or whatever, mm-hmm. ACC versus Big Twelve or whatever. You know, I think it would just be super cool because there's this constant argument on Twitter with friends and group texts like this: our conference is better than yours, yours is better than this, SEC is the best, blah blah blah, all that crap. Like, there's really not a good barometer for it. I mean, I saw Clay Travis was putting something out like. Oh, like the SEC's won blah, 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 national championship. I'm like, didn't necessarily mean that the conference was better. Just that team was the best. Right. I mean, you know, just because Bama thing, wins yeah. the national championship or whatever, it doesn't mean the SEC is necessarily the best every year. Don't get me wrong. It's a strong conference. I'm not going to deny that. And I'm an SEC guy, so I try not to be too much of a homer in that. But just because Bama wins the championship doesn't mean that the SEC automatically is God of football. Right. I've always said, you know, you talk to most SEC fans and – you know, you get the whole SEC chant while your team's getting drummed or, or didn't even make a bowl, yet Alabama's hosting another you know, title. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's always, well, it's the SEC and no one else plays football. And obviously that's not true. But, you know, top four in the in in the SEC, yeah, they'd probably contend for any other, you know. Leagues. Conference. Leagues conference yeah. title. Now, whether they win it, you take, you know, right now you take the Georgia, the Bama, obviously – I throw Auburn in there. Um, who else? LSU. LSU. Right. So you take those teams, those type of teams that year in and year out are competing for that conference. They can compete any other conference, no right. doubt. But just but like don't somebody, tell me Kentucky, Vandy, South Carolina. Conference. Those teams are going to go in, and they would win any other conference in the nation just because they play this. Just like if happen. you threw an Ohio State and Oklahoma, Texas is in some of these conferences, like they would compete. Like, yeah, you throw Texas in the East. Yeah. Texas historically in the yeah. East or Ohio State. Right. Anytime in the East. Right. Even or the West when Bama was going seven and right. five, they're competing for a national right. title or the SEC championship. Even now, whatever. I mean, God, they get athletes. Like I mean, Urban Meyer has had athletes. I mean, you saw they somebody posted his record the other day, and it was just like insane. Like you know, I think he had a two loss season in Ohio State. I mean, it's insane his his numbers that he that he put yeah, up. Yeah, it's so the guy gets athletes. I mean, you imagine. I mean, look what he did in Florida. So you know, Ohio State, you're in the SEC. You know, I mean. It's just an easy recruit, you know. Like you're, easy, hey, yeah, look, absolutely. Look, look what I've done, and look, we're in the SEC. You want to come play ball, SEC? I'm I'm not an SEC guy. I, obviously, a Florida State fan, and sure. I don't. I'm not really conference conference affiliate anyway. Like, I don't want to see Clemson win, but also don't want to see Ben win come right. Monday. So it's kind of weird. I just want to see a good game at this point. But you know, I I think the drop off is once you get past about six teams in the in the in any other conference, right. and sometimes you know. The Big Ten, or you know, even the ACC yeah. this year was pretty horrendous. You get past one and two, like they, okay, I can see some drops, and the SEC is going to be deeper, and they're the, they are the best conference. You're always going to have some turds, and but, that's because right. look at the recruiting every year. Like what recruiting is now, two or three years later is going to reflect that. You know what I mean? Exactly. And if we want it now, 
you know, in a couple of years, you're going to see teams climbing up. I guess where I was getting with that, too, and I, I completely chased a rabbit, was, like, I would love to see, like, a rivalry week, conference rivalry week in the middle of the year. So, instead of watching Bama play Citadel, it's like, who wants to watch that? Right. Instead of watch Tennessee play Tennessee Tech, Georgia play Georgia Southern, Georgia State, you know, whatever. Like, I would love to see, like, boom, week six is, you know, SEC versus Big Ten Challenge. You know, week right. six is ACC versus Big 12. I just think it would be cool. And I think you could do it. You would just have to have the voters not weigh those losses almost at all, if in you know what I mean? Like if you if you go out and lay an egg, sure. But if you go out and get beat by a touchdown or ten, you know, at, on a home and home, you know, year well, you know, for two years, I think you know, it's just hard to say I guess my point is there's no incentive for Oklahoma or Alabama to go play Ohio State. In the middle right. of the season. Right? Not right now, but I mean, like, so you look at, like, the early, like, the start of the season, you always see, like, Bama play, like, Georgia played Clemson, those two, you know, mm-hmm. Georgia played Boise. Some of those games like that, it's like, you have some teams that schedule those games, but then you have some that just flat out don't. So if you just had, like, look, everybody, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously it would take a lot of coercion. Right. You know, there's a lot of strings that will never get pulled. But, you know, does Georgia State really need, you know, $500,000 to go get drubbed by Bama or whatever? We'll just write them a check and, and you know, out of the big, well, yeah, out of the, I, out of the TV money you're going right. to get for those. Well, yeah, it's like, look, here's the thing. It's like, you know, I went to, I went to, you know, a private university. I know what I still owe them. <laughs> Trust me, they don't need the 400 grand to go get slammed by Georgia and get, you know, their players in the protocol. I, no, just, I, I mean, I would love to. I think for fans, as a fan, yes. It yeah, would could be you great. imagine though, like the advertising you can do? Dr. Pepper would make trillions. You know, just advertising. You know, stupid whatever his name was. Charlie Pepper, or yeah. I don't know what his name was. I don't know, I'm Barry pumped. Pepper. Yeah, God, <laughs> that's right. You know what I mean? And just like advertising, I'm like, look, rivalry week, baby. I don't know, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, if they could ever incorporate that some way, it would. Obviously, I can't imagine anybody not being a fan of that, right? I mean, right. I mean, you, you know, want to see the I best teams play all the time. I love so. it in college, and it's always a good like. It is, that's when you can really start getting the SEC, SEC, or whatever. Because right. like, yeah, we won rivalry week last year. Remember that? And right. all year you can talk smack about it. I just think it would be cool, and I need to write somebody. And that's uh, yeah, write your write your congressman. That's right. <laughs> um, college, I don't know. You know, we, we definitely went off on a rabbit there. A good one though. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah it was hey, fun. We're I mean, just sitting in the garage talking sports. That's right. Man. That's this what where, we do. This is where the best ideas come. <laughs> that's right, right. Here in this garage. That's right. Get a beer, folks. Join in. If you agree, <laughs> let us know. Well, maybe we'll take callers one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark Rick retired. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Um, yeah. I kind of heard – I've seen a couple of things where, like, he may be in line for an AD job. You know, it might oh, have been kind of – He's very – Forced his – like, maybe – kind of like Will Witten. You probably thought he could play another year, but he had a chance to be on Monday night and do awful at that. <laughs> but um, – so he took I'm it, I'm right? just going to suck at something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I think – get paid millions. Yeah, I think uh, a great career. I bet – Coaching your career. Um I bet Suntan City is pissed because they were getting some good advertising with him on that side. That's <laughs> fake. That well, fake tan. When he went to Miami, was he still having to do that? I think he might. Yeah. I think he was. <laughs> I think he loved it. Yes. He probably, you know, he I has just like, like the way it feels on my skin. <laughs> yeah, you know, he has like two beds, two two tan beds in his house. Love Mark Rick though. Good guy. That's great. Um, I I don't know. I feel like it's probably one of those things he comes back. I was talking to my dad, who is like I don't know how old he is. A devout Georgia fan, you know. He's just like, no, I think he's done. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe he is. He, he normally got a pretty good gut on those things. He used to he used to call home runs when we were kids. He was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, Andrew Jones about to hit a home run. And I was like, what? 
boom. And I'm like, is this is this a rerun? Yet? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Dad just predicted it. It's like on Back to the Future where he has the book. And he's betting on the games. So I always wanted <laughs> yes. to have that book. And be like, oh, I can bet on this game. Yeah, I can bet on this one. That's right. Um, Dana Holgerson's going to Houston, leaving West Virginia. That seems dumb. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. I wonder if he's just just time for a change. You know, kind of like the Jimbo Florida State. Obviously not in that scale, it just, but it, is it just time? Does the head cook at Ruth Chris go say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go flip burgers at, at Burger King. That's right. And I'm not knocking either one of those places. But I'm just like, you know, you're not taking – It, it just seems, usually it, takes it the Houston like to West Virginia. Yeah, right. it seems like a demotion to me. I get, you know, power five-wise it's not. But, I, I don't know, Houston? That, that one was, like, strange to me. And his hair – his the hair thing he had going on was fitting in at West Virginia. Yeah, I'm just not he going to. look like – He's going to wear a cowboy hat now. He's got Bud Adams on the sideline. <laughs> like a dual Brunson, <laughs> yeah. Texas Dolly. That's right. Oh man, yeah that that one that was a head scratching me. I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, I didn't even see that. But that. that's that's strange. Um, well, Houston, you know, it kind of is. You kind of say the same thing about UCF. You know, you're gonna have some stellar kids down at Houston around that offense. Oh yeah. You know who knows? I mean, they put up a lot of points. Right. You know, traditionally, I mean, although they did have uh, um, art or. Bryles, Kendall Bryles. That's right. Um, and obviously, now that he's gone, you know, who knows? I mean, they'll figure it out. I mean, they've, they've traditionally been a powerful offense. You know, Kevin Sumlin was there. I mean, they're just, they're rotating through offensive guys. And, you know, Holgerson's definitely no different. I mean, don't expect Houston to not help you cover the over next year if you're a better. I mean, that's right. That, you know, that's this year I was, you know, I just mess around a little bit betting on the side. And it's like, you can almost guarantee Houston's going to hit the over every single time. It just seems because they're they're going to give up sixty, but yeah. they score we 60. don't care with it. Yeah, yeah. We just need but, them to score too. Yeah, they're putting up points. Um, it's weird over. because I mean, not I know we're trying to wrap that up, but hmm. at, it's weird because we're you know same thing we're talking about with UCF. You're going to Houston where if you go undefeated there, there's no guarantee you're getting into the right. West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia, you were just in the playoffs. Yeah, you. Yeah, that was another thing. You're there, like, right? Like yeah, that was weird to me. I don't he may see the writing on the wall. <laughs> West Virginia. No, I've kind of recruited the best I can do. Greer's leaving. Yeah. Like it. It. But who knows? I, yeah. West Virginia is different too, man. I mean, that you know that's a passionate fan base, but they're you know you never know. There's probably some meth things going on behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you got popped with meth. Yeah. There's some things going on behind the scenes there. It just seemed weird. You know, don't don't uh, be surprised if some random news comes out on Dane Holgerson in West Virginia. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's strange to me. Um, I know you want to talk a little bit about Georgia Texas a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just I don't know. I, what what was your what was your uh, just initial thought on it? Did you feel like Georgia I think, was unprepared? I mean. They came out flat. I think anybody watching the game could see they weren't focused. And then by the time they got locked in, Texas was ready to roll. I mean, you know, Texas was trying to get a 10 wins. They had a lot to play for. And it annoys me that the bowl games, if you're not, uh, you know, in the playoff, people say it's not important. Um, I don't understand why it wouldn't be. Look at the, yeah. the quarterback from Syracuse, like, breaks down in his press conference. Like, some of those guys, last yeah. time you ever played, so you'd think you'd play for your boys, right. you know. Especially if you're coming back next year, like the guy skipping the the bowl to go get ready for the draft, it's a not a playoff bowl. I'm cool with that because you know you got to take. But if and maybe I'm, I'm talking about two sides of my mouth here, but I just feel like you, if you're gonna play in the game, you got to be. I think they all want to win. It's just so hard. I just think they came up flat, and I saw. I don't even know who did it or said it, but it is like you know Georgia's entitlement, you know, and it really was. Everybody's telling them how they should be in the playoff. 
It's like, hey, boys, you got Texas in a few right. weeks. Like, Almost like they didn't have anything to play for. You yeah. Know, they came in disappointed that they weren't in the playoffs. Right. And, you know, what's wrong with a, what, 12-1 season? 12-2, and I think that's what they'd have been, or 11-2. and And uh, I don't know what bowl it was. Fiesta Bowl? No, that was UCF. Right. Sugar Bowl, right? Which one? Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Texas Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, Sugar Bowl used to be an exciting yeah, thing. Like, yeah, you're thing. Pop- yeah, look at the sugar still, falling from the sky. You know? Right, it still it's is like a huge iconic. thing. You would think you would want to go out on top. Now everybody's talking about how you, you know, poorly you played and, and all this negativity around you when a week ago they were all on you. Well, yeah, on Twitter now too, they're comparing Mark Rick and Kirby Smart. Like, basically, are they the same person? Like, they had identical records. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. It's hard to tell too. It's such a small sample size for Kirby. I mean. I know that they took a small sample size of Rick, too, but I'm like, you know, if I go take over Buford, like a top high school in Georgia, Georgia for yeah. football, and I, you know, go take him to the state championship, you're not going to compare me to Buford's head coach that's been there for 30 years. You right. know what I mean? Oh, well, he he, won, you know, he went to the playoffs his first year. Well, I mean, people it, forget, too. I think Georgia, Georgia wasn't supposed to be this good this year. They really weren't supposed to be that good last year. So, I mean, they're... And they've recruited, you know, back to our recruiting talk, they've recruited well. I mean, right. You always so, have to do something with those players. You have to develop them. Because, I mean, hell, Butch Jones recruited pretty good. Right. You know, he just turned At least, he just turned four stars into two stars. <laughs> yeah, which his whole, you know, at Bell, when we first got hired, was like, he's he can turn a three-star into a, you know, a legit player. Right. right? And so, anyway, I, I don't know. We don't have to get too far on it. Texas looked good. Um, Texas did look really good. I'm, you know, I'm glad. I like. I think it's great when the Texas, you know, Oklahoma, USC, Alabama, Ohio, all those, all the traditional powers, what blue bloods as they call them. I think it's always fun when they're good. It just makes for you know yeah. exciting football. It, it does. Yeah, I, I really hate when you see guys because like you know I, I was really looking. I, I love to see good football and I love good talent. I like to focus on like a certain player on the field, like Ed Oliver when Houston played. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. And so I hate seeing guys sit out. Like I was really amped about watching DeAndre Baker for Georgia play and I text dad I'm like oh you know because dad was like we need to pick six here and I'm like well where's DeAndre Baker and he's like well he's sitting at the couch you know sitting on the couch at home so you know ready I mean? for the pros. Yeah, yeah yeah he's already getting ready so I mean like part of me I, I wish they could do something like you know part of me was thinking of this idea of like why don't you let these guys like go ahead and sign with an agent and that way look you know, the agent will assume some of the responsibility. Like, you know, if you go out there in the championship game, you tear your ACL, like, well, at least you signed this agent and you got some money. I don't know. Or, right. or some and they have of, insurance policies. Like sign them, I don't know. Something. There's got to be a way to – or that or just don't quit on your team. I, you know, there's two sides. There's that argument that's like never – you know, don't don't quit anything you start kind of deal. Right. If, you know, finish what you start, blah, blah, blah. But then there's like, you know, we can sit here and say all day long, like, oh, I wouldn't quit on my team. But if you had a guaranteed if you're top first 10 rounder, pick, dude, yeah, or a top 10 pick, yeah. man, it's just – and look, I mean, neither one of us will ever have that decision to make, but it's hard to – you got to think of where the guy's coming from. You know, it, it's – it's a lot of these guys, you know, are not coming from great situations. You know, that's what's made them who they are. So, you tell me I can go and – and I think we've talked about having a segment on, like, paying the players, you know, come summertime right. when it's a little slower or whatever. Right. It's not – you know, I've watched a couple of documentaries. But, you know, after playing for two or three years – you know, not getting paid, you got a chance to go make twelve million guaranteed, being the eighteenth pick or you know twelfth pick or whatever. It's hard to argue against those guys who, you know, you think I think I always think of that movie, The Program, where uh, you know the dude can barely read, right? You know, tears his knee up, and he's sitting there holding the uh, you know the, the door knocker that he bought his mom to go on their mansion whenever he made he's made it to the NFL and never does. Right. Modern medicine, you know, most of these guys, unless you tear something this crazy, right. 
You well, can you can come back. That, but, I mean, it happens. I mean, you know, like yeah, they were a little bit worried about you know the kid from UCS quarterback. You know that he would be able to come back. You look at Alex Smith type injuries. Well, Latimer, right? Latimer from South Carolina, right. dude blew his knees out. He never he never really played. Right? No, he I didn't. I think San Francisco he, he, essentially they did him a favor. Him and he's yeah, he ended up being like a running back. So he's a right. high school coach now. or something. Right, and that guy was set to make millions. Yeah. Last time I checked, high school coaches don't get what first round running backs get. No, not not usually, but. In the same breath, though, it's like, had Georgia been put in the playoffs, no way DeAndre Baker sits out. So, I agree. like, so then it's like you look at it in this sense of, okay, like you set out in the Sugar Bowl, but you're not going to turn around and play. You know, you're not. If you win a national championship, you're not getting paid any more money than you did for sitting out in the Sugar Bowl, right? Or playing the Sugar Bowl. You know, you're not getting paid money. So then it's just, I don't know, it's kind of one of those, are there too many bowl games? Do we need to expand the playoffs, which would take a whole lot longer than we want to spend here because we have a beefy NFL yeah. slate coming up. But I, it's it's something I would you know love to delve more into is you know talking about the topic of paying the players, guys that sit out because, again. Well, too, I mean, just you could put eight games on film about, yeah, this guy's legit. Okay, now you're not going to play the rest of the four, you know, no matter what happens. like right. Almost like uh, Bosa did at Ohio State. He got nicked up. Yeah, dude could have returned, right? But he's like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm done." He left school and he's because still he's going to be probably the number one, one pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It would, if, if the Cardinals don't want to get out of that, right? A great consolation prize is going to be Nick Bosa. Right? They got you their know? yeah, they got their quarterback. Turns last out year. he didn't offer something good enough. You're going to fall into that guy. Great, exactly. Pick. You know what I mean? And the so, guy, yeah, like you said, he played what a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was going to say six, but I mean, I don't yeah, know. Maybe not even that. Yeah, not. So anyway, we've got to figure out something. We can jump in that later. Yeah, you know, start paying those guys. I don't know the last year if they already declare. It's like yeah, let them, let an NFL you know let somebody start paying an agent. I don't yeah, know, if something. you could pay, if you could figure out a way to do like minor league baseball, and that be like the last year he played in college. Yeah, for a one year thing. Like if you're declaring, like either if you can declare as a sophomore, and we'll pay you for that next year or something. I don't know. I'm just yeah, literally I mean, shooting yeah, from the hip here, but yeah, yeah pay not, you for I'm X amount, account. right? And you know, it's not a lot of money. It's, these minor league guys in Double A don't make anything. Right. Like I mean, you know, in twenty thousand dollars in free food. Right. So you know, enough to enough to live on barely. To a college kid, college kid in the millions. Right. So you know, with no expenses. Yeah. So anyway, if you'd have bought me Red Dogs and <laughs> Mad and uh, some uh, Nana's Pizza back when I was at Kennesaw State and paid me twenty grand to, to play some sports, sign me up. You pay me twenty grand, I'm buying those seconds. Million. <laughs> Anyway, NFL baby, let's get it's it. hot. Let's get it. it. It is ready. It's playoff time. It's it's my favorite time of the year. Yep. NFL playoffs better than any any contest, any tournament. March Madness is it's together. It's just, yeah. It's a it's a great March Madness just because it's just the madness of it. Yeah, I mean, the mad- it starts at noon and then right. Yeah, yeah. Admit, you know one in the morning and right. you just been you know haven't blinked. So, um, but yeah, NFL yeah. playoffs. God, we got some great matchups. Good matchups, yeah, man, this we, week for sure. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we can go ahead and, and just dive right into those. Yeah. Who's the first one you have? Well, you got Indy, Texas, uh, Indianapolis, and uh, Houston. Which is great. It's a poor man's Bengals Steelers. I mean, it's a you know, it's a, it's a rivalry. It's had a, to get it in, didn't you? Had to get it in. We'll, we'll talk more on that. We <laughs> didn't get the wait. playoffs, but we're going to talk about them. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that burning wagon here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah. 435, Colts, kid. Texans. You know, who do you like in that? Let's start doing that. Let's, you know, let's I think go. the Texans. I think the Colts. I mean, 
the Texans have shown all year that they've been legit. They started out a little slow, but they've been. You know, same can be said with the Colts. I just think the Texans defensively have so many more weapons. They have. I feel like the Colts defense has peaked at the right time. I mean, I think that they have the. I think they have the defensive rookie of the year and Darius Leonard, linebacker, dudes. Yeah. I don't know. He seems like he has 700 tackles. I know it's not that much, but he's. I think I saw a stat that he had like 48 or 49 tackles in the month of December or something. Dudes everywhere. Um, I think they're peaking at the right time. I'm with you. Being at Houston, oh, I think it's a close, great way to kick off Saturday. Um, was it you that had sent me that just ridiculous stat on Deshaun Watson, something about – Somebody sent me a, a stat on Watson that like he's never been in a game like he's never lost a game by more than seven points or something. I don't know. I had to. I had to Since dig middle into school that. or something. Yeah, 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 it was something crazy. Um, but yeah, that's you know, and just think what happened if Demarius Thomas hadn't been you know injured for them, you know, the right. Achilles rupture. So there, I mean, it'll be. It, it's the NFL. I don't see it being a blowout. I don't think any game on here will be a blowout except for you know. See Seattle, but I can't. Cowboys, but anyway, I told somebody that at work. Yeah, I, I was like, "Dude, I'm with you. There's only one potential blowout, and that's if if the Jason Garrett led Cowboys show up. Right. Yeah. If they go rogue, they have a chance at winning. If they follow <laughs> Jason Garrett's game plan, they are screwed. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm picking the Texans there. I don't see, I don't see the Colts being able to string it together. They, I don't want to say they struggled, but they didn't really. Get away from the Blaine Gabbert led yeah. Titans the other night. Or so. Jags, yeah. Or Jags, yeah. What? No, but Titans. Yeah, but not Gabbert. Who was it? I don't know. One of them awful no, it was Gabbert. Yeah, it was I was going to say Gabbert. I saw somebody. Jeez, I think that he was the Jags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was an experience. But yeah, it was. Um, I saw someone say uh, the problem with Blaine Gabbert is he struggles with the forward pass. <laughs> That's all. If you can fix that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty good. That's great. That's but, yeah, so I'm going Texans there. Um, I don't have a ton of knowledge on the, either teams. I just know the Texans have looked good most of the year. Colts have gotten hot. But yeah, they, like I said, they're, they're picking the but right time. you got Andrew Luck, man. you, you got a quarterback, you're always going to be competing. So His kidneys finally healed up, and he's, he's ready to roll. Yeah, he's, he's slinging it. Still looks like a Civil War veteran. But God, oh, my God. got to get rid of the neck beard. The neck beard like, If you get some eye tattoos, he'd be Post Malone of the NFL. <laughs> but... <laughs> That is the sweetest uh, built-in turtleneck ever, though. You know, you know he never gets cold. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, good thing he's playing indoors all the time. All the time. God, he's so ugly. <laughs> but whatever. Who's whatever. next? What do you got next? Seahawks at Cowboys night game. I got a lot of buddies down in Fort Worth who are big Cowboys who are fans. Who are going to be disappointed. Uh, so we sent um, a client of ours some, some uh, whiskey for Christmas, and it busted in the shipment, so we had to resend him some. And um, he uh, he said this will go great for the game. He's a big Cowboys fan. This will go great for the game. I said, well, hopefully. Yeah. I said, hopefully you'll be drinking it in celebration and not in sorrow. <laughs> so uh, I could see Seattle literally winning this thing by two touchdowns or more. You talk about a team that's peaked at the right time. Yeah, that, man, there. We started talking about them like week ten. Like, yeah, Pete Carroll's got them going, man. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, you start looking at the guys they lost on defense. And then you're just I'll be honest with you, I hated the Seahawks. Them. Like I hated the Seahawks. I hated all their all the running of the mouse, maybe mostly Richard Sherman. But um like I just I hated their whole thing, Legion of Boom. Like I just couldn't stand it. And now I'm almost rooting for them because they're it's just a bunch of dudes who are just out there playing. You don't oh, yeah. hear a lot from them. But you look at the big names. Bobby Wagner's a stud. Yeah. Like that dude is probably the most 
he's rated, I guess, by all the people in the NFL, but you just don't hear about him, especially yeah. on this East Coast side of the world. Well, he, he's, he just does his job. He's just a, he's a beast. You just start rattling off the names that they've had superstars in the past, the Jimmy Graham, you know, Lynch, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman. And, you know, those guys are gone, and here they are still playing at like a Super Bowl level. Like, this oh, is a absolutely. team that could go out on the road and win, you know, a couple of games. Like, not just this game. This is a team that could leave here and, you know, and go win in L.A. Oh, absolutely. Did they split with them this year? I don't remember if they split with the Rams this year. I feel like they didn't, but, yeah, they lost to the Rams 33-31 and 36-31. So, you know, they're there. Yeah, it, one ball goes the opposite way. Beat them all. three times is going to be tough. Yeah, you know? always is. Yeah, they, they always say beat them teams twice is tough. Beat them a third time. No you, kidding. You've done something, right? Yeah, there's no surprises at that point, yeah. right? So, you've done it. So, yeah, I think uh, I, I think Seattle wins. Um, but I could see Dallas. I mean, Dallas's defense started playing towards the end of the year, and you know, they kind no, of stumbled their way the in. The defense is great, man. Dallas is 7-1 at home. So, I mean, there's something to be said about that. God, they just win some ugly games, too. They know, do. Just, that's like a playoff game. All right, we got dread watching. I'm going to watch it. But no. it's one of those games – you know, it's late in the fourth quarter and it's, you know, 13 to 9. You're like, oh my gosh. Have I, you know, have Someone I please score this a touchdown. Time this? Yeah. Yeah. So I do something. But you've seen three field goals and a safety. <laughs> it's 11 right. to 11. <laughs> then we'll kick off Sunday with Chargers and Ravens. Oh, that one's going to be good. That one will be good. I hate, I mean, I think Chargers will win that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do too. I think they got to go to We're three Baltimore. for three on this one, yeah. I think they go to Baltimore. This is one of those games I feel like if Lamar Jackson has remotely, like if, if there's a little bit of a bad game, that's a game the Chargers could run away with quick. I saw something where he's like, I don't know, something about he's throwing roughly around 200 yards a game. I don't think that gets it done. Like, I don't – that the Chargers are a good enough team. I mean – you know, they've got the the stuff pulled up here, but you know, Chargers seven and one away. Now they're you know they're twelve and four on the season, so there's not a whole lot of variation right. they can really have. But I I think rookie quarterback it being at home helps. But yeah. I just the yeah. firepower that the Chargers have, they're due. I feel like I think they're. they're I mean, that's going just there. a team that you know. God, we've talked about it before. It's like you expect to see the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Like Philip Rivers has has played at a high level for a long time and. Yeah. Just ask his wife. The, oh, <laughs> the guy needs his break. You know what I mean? That's right. The guy needs his break. Yeah. I'm, I mean, look, I, I'll be pulling for uh, the Chargers for sure about said San Diego. But um, Yeah, I've, I've done it all year. I'll, I'll be pulling for them like for I sure, man. Gabbert played for the Jaguars. So. Well, as bad as the Jaguars have played, <laughs> might as well. They might as well have <laughs> played Gabbert all year. So, yeah, I don't – I mean – well, have we agreed on all three of these? Who we think so far, give me the last one. Eagles Bears four forty kick. Eagles Bears baby in Chicago, in in at Soldier Field. You know what? I don't, I don't, I don't want to go here because you know we've been riding some Chicago wave, and I love seeing it. But I think the Eagles can do this. You got old Magic Nick back there, man. Old Saint Nick. I mean, yeah, dude. This plays under yeah, that offense. He's, he is like Santa Claus. If you believe in your heart that he's for <laughs> real, right. he's going to come out and throw for 450 and win you the game. The guy's playing, I don't know. That's a team to me that is playing hot. Um, I, you know, the Bears, that Bears defense is, is fun to watch. And, you know, 
I'd like to see them in the Rams, you know, in the second round or something like that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Eagles on that one. Yeah. Super Bowl champs are going to at least get one dig in, get them a win, shock the world. I just – that offense of the Bears, I don't know, Trubisky, defense is definitely carrying them, and rightfully so. T- defenses have carried teams to the championship. You know, the, yeah, the Bucks of old, you know, the Ravens, you know, that's happened. Um, just not sure that they're there yet. To, you know, to go that deep. But I think the Eagles could do this. Don't, I, be, I still, surprised. don't be surprised. Guys. No, I don't think anybody would be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but let me just give you this. The Bears lost four games this year. 24-23 the Packers' first game of the year, which they should have won. Was, I think they were so shocked they were beating the Packers like that. They <laughs> couldn't come back and beat. Um, Dolphins, uh, you know, that's just one of those – this is the NFL, you can't – but 31-28. Patriots, 38-31. And the Giants, again, like an aberration, That's I feel like, thirty to twenty-seven. So right. their their one loss was to the Pats by seven. Everything else has been by one or three points. Um, so I just don't. I mean, I don't see it. I don't. I don't see how the Eagles do it, except for you got all. You know, they got some momentum. They have some momentum. If Chicago was having to play them, and Chicago was on a bye, I would almost say yeah, Chicago will be Eagles be rolling, but I think. Yeah. The Bears are a year early, probably, than what most people thought. Oh, yeah. But that defense is so nasty. They're dirty. I and will Khalil Mack went from – he's like, well, I could be in Oakland still. And so I'm going to go out there and show yeah, out like do he's done all year. So. I will say, though, one thing from that the stats you were just reading, three of those teams that beat the Bears didn't make the playoffs. And they were underdog teams. Well, I guess the Packers definitely weren't an underdog that first game of the year. Yeah. But uh, I just feel like the Eagles, the Eagles are going to do it, man. Magic St. Nick. I mean, it's hard to it's argue with you. I'm going to go Bears. I like it. So, yeah, we're three the same, one different. Yeah. We'll rehash that on Monday. Yeah. I'll buy you a beer. Buy you. Oh, from your own fridge. I like it. Yeah. I'll get you a beer. Something about somebody else opening it for you. <laughs> that's right. It's just phenomenal. <laughs> that's right. So, that's, yeah, that's our playoffs for this weekend. I'm pumped. Um, it's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I it's probably awesome. will not do anything from 4 o'clock till midnight on Saturday. Yeah. And... I hate that they put the four the game at four on Sunday. Like I still like the night game on Sunday. It's like something wrapped yeah, up one the week. Four. Yeah, but it's like four o'clock. The game's over at seven seven thirty. So you okay? What do I watch now? Yeah. Don't hit me with some America's Next. You know yeah. whatever. Yeah, something America's whatever. Next. Whatever. Well, yeah, yeah they're rolling out everything. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. I, I love that late game. Although not too late. I mean, the West Coast is definitely spoiled. Yeah. You know, we're basically Sunday. It's just like the world being like, hey, East Coast, this is what we get to do all the time out here on the West Coast. You yeah. Because every sporting event, you know, like you order any kind of boxing or MMA match, you're watching the main event at one in the morning. Here. In the yeah. East Coast, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're over there just, you know, hanging out, you know, 10 o'clock. They're like, hell yeah, we're just getting started, yeah. you know? They're about to watch the main event and then just go throw down somewhere. That's right. Know? Yeah. My brother used to say it's pretty sweet. Wake up on Sunday and the games are starting at 10 o'clock, well, you know, because they're three hours behind yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's wild. So, I don't know. I feel like they need to, to get with the real world and, you know, join us. Meet us in the middle somewhere at least. So, let's start kicking some of these, like, games off at 6. Like, the National Championship, kick that bad boy off at 6.30. Yeah, like Super Bowl. You know 9.05? What, I mean? like, yeah. what time does that game kick off? God, oh, yeah. who knows? I mean, it's, it's brutal. Well, I guess I'll have to stay up and watch it. Oh, well, here we go again. <laughs> Big and yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Guys. That's right. That's right. Um beyond the playoffs, which, you know, is great. Tons and tons and tons and tons of movement um, and things going on 
in the NFL, coaching-wise. Um, tons of positions open up. Roll, roll down the positions that have opened up. So eight vacancies, and we'll start with the best and the, of the best with Tampa. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so you have um, eight, eight openings, Tampa, Cincy, uh, New York Jets, Cleveland, Denver, Miami, Green Bay, Arizona. Which one is the best spot? And it's not clear cut. It's really not clear cut. You know, uh, we were talking about this a little bit, I think, the other day and then tonight as well before we started out here is, uh, you, have, you have the Packers and you inherit Aaron Rodgers, which, I don't know, are you inheriting a great quarterback or are you inheriting, you know, Dave a prima donna, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but, yeah, that, that's definitely, you know, Green Bay, just the, the history there. The Browns, is, you know, that's a team that's on the rise. That seems I think like it's a, probably the most exciting team. Well, and it's one of those two. Yeah, Greg Williams. I think you fall in love with that team, I guess is my point. Yeah. Like, are they well, truly, like, legit ready to contend? Yeah, and Greg Williams, yeah, he has done something here. But if you compare to, like, the head coaches who started there, if you show up and brush your teeth for the first two months, you're going to be a rock star. Right. You know, I mean, huge you know, one and four or one and three in the first quarter of the season. Right. All right, we got a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, all right, we're good, we're good. Two yeah. and two, you know. Yeah. You're but, 500 through well, yeah. I say that, although it you know it could be now the exact opposite. The Cleveland fans on Twitter are, I mean, th- I mean this, and they should be. They have every right Absolutely. to be excited. And I remember, you know, being a Bengals fan, you know, coming out of that '90s slum to like winning some games. It was the greatest. And the Browns fans, because I have some, you know, I have several buddies who are Browns fans. It's just almost like it's okay, little buddy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'll get there. You you almost feel bad. But they're getting hot, and they have every right. And I would be an insufferable Browns fan right now, I can tell you that, because they have been crapped on for years. And they're ready. They're ready They're ready to show their chest. You know what I mean? They're ready to just – they're ready to come out, and they should. Absolutely. Uh, but in saying that, it would be a scary job to take because those fans are going to be expecting, you know, if you're not 4-0, if you're not, if you're not winning right. the division next year, you are – you're out, sir. And honestly, they're, they're, you could argue that they have as good as chances any to win that division next year. Oh, yeah. The thing I like about the Browns job is they're good in all the positions you need to be good in. They're good in the secondary with young talent. They're good at running back with, mm-hmm. uh, with Nick Chubb. And, you know, what the, I can't remember the other guy's name, but Chubb's looking like he's going to be a legit force to run with. Yeah, Chubb. And, of course, Chubb's Baker good. goes without saying. The guys yeah. could be the rookie of the year. Yeah. You still I, have yeah. juice. So yeah, I mean, Juice Landry, you know, what I mean, you yeah, got, what, Kevin Zeitler, who they you know, got from the Bengals, which was, you know, I've said that years ago is a dumb cut. You know, they, they've got they've, they've got they some well pieces. In the draft this year. Yeah, I mean, they're you know, you get some guys, you get some dra- draft some guys that can come in and play like they did this year. They watch out. They're yeah. ready to roll. I think that's you know, I still don't think that's. I won't say it's not the best job. It's it's right there with it. I I like Denver. I like the Denver job. If you can get a quarterback. Let's just, I mean, let's just run through them. I know we didn't really plan this, but let's just run through them. Uh, Arizona, I don't think that's even worth yeah. touching right now. I think that, you know, as far as best jobs, I, I don't see that one being one that no, you could I say. Like, yeah, yeah I mean. I mean, it's uh, that's a lot. you you got a lot of work to do in there. Yeah, you got to draft. Yeah. And you, you don't even know what you got at quarterback yeah, a yet. A lot of skeletons in the closet you got to clean out down there. Pretty so, sure. I would say Arizona's probably not going to make the list of the best job no. there. Mark that out. Green Bay would hit on. I think they've got so many holes everywhere else. They I mean, do. I mean, and that's my that was my biggest knock on Aaron Rodgers was you've seen for years Brady. Now Brady, I'll argue, he's had some better talent, you know, across the board, but nothing like stellar. Mastermind he, of the coach. You know, it, yeah, and and even Peyton, they took teams that probably would be five hundred level teams to the playoffs. 
where I feel like Rodgers didn't elevate really anybody. You know, the years that, you know, Peyton was taking the Colts to the playoffs at 12-4, and four, the defenses were horrendous. Mm. Like, the, one, the year they won the Super Bowl, the defense got hot and, like, Basically, yeah. essentially, one well, the well, players up twenty one points because of the offense. You, you can go one dimensional, you know right? I mean? You're yeah. one dimensional, and now you know. It, it, you know the Green Bay fans would say, "Well, Peyton had Marvin Harrison, Edron James, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Dallas Clark." Yeah, but what's the other receiver? Oh, there. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Yeah, um, yeah, and so you could argue Peyton made some of those guys who they were too, but. I guess the point being, I, I think Green Bay is probably – I don't think still there. He's, no, yeah. He's, he's no, in a nursing I, home in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking uh, T.Y. Hilton for some reason. He's still there. Right? Yeah, One of these guys, I don't a guy, know. if he can stay healthy too, you know, we're way off topic there. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's another – So, I think Green Bay's probably team. got more holes than, than you want as, as a guy coming in. The saving grace is you have Aaron Rodgers, so you fill a couple holes and all of right. a sudden you go from, you know, what, 6-10 and 10 this year to 9-7, right. and 10-6. and six. Yeah. You know, chasing the playoffs. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is definitely the the chick you can show up with to the party that you didn't really get invited to, and all of a sudden you're like, man, this guy's awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah that's like, right. Yeah, he looks good, better than he does. But yeah, I, that one's a sneaky one. There, there are a ton of holes for sure in Green Bay. Yeah, Miami. So. I, yeah, I really don't know Miami that well. I just think you don't know what you have at quarterback still. Yeah, and after Miami so it was seems four, like an odd place to coach too. I mean, I feel like the firing of Adam Gase is. Ridiculous. Anyway, dudes, like, as soon as he was fired, there was a guy blowing him up to be the head coach. Like, I think Arizona called him, Green Bay called him. Like, people were ready to talk to him about the opening. Um, Still are. I mean, yeah. I mean, he'll he'll have a head coaching job if he wants to take it. I I guarantee. I feel like he will have one. I can't imagine him not wanting to take it. Um, I mean, him him in Cleveland would be a great fit, except for you have Jarvis Landry there, who they kind of had a falling out in Miami with. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I don't know what happens there, but I don't it, think Miami's – probably one of those, like, somebody's got to go. You know, it's like him or me. You know, it'd be one of those right, situations. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, that gets sticky. So, the Jets, you know, as, as bad as the Jets always seem to be, it, you know, Darnold showed flashes of being yeah, pretty good this know, year. Yeah, you're hearing a, a young gun, man. The guy, I mean, I think the guy is going to be – he, Who looks he, like he'll he, be yeah, at least serviceable. Good. Yeah, I, right. I think he's gonna, you know, you look at Goff's first year, you know. Yeah. Who, who would have thought he would have been Jared Goff this year that we know? So, yeah, I, I think that one's intriguing just from that. Yeah, and they're not too far removed from, you know, Rex Ryan had the Jets defense playing, you know, best in the league. I remember that was like one of the, you know, top fantasy drafts, you know, defenses. Oh, yeah, you know, like, absolutely. Everybody's clamoring over the Jets. So, I'm not, so obviously they don't have those pieces, but. You know, they've still got some guys that they can get, um, you know, get going there. Darnold definitely makes, uh, you know, makes that job, you know, lots, kind of like Rodgers. Yeah, it makes it sexier than it probably really is. Um, but but it's good to it's good to have a, a QB who's on a rookie deal. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, Todd Rolls, Rolls, Rolls get, an, get another year. I mean, you just draft a quarterback and then you fire your head coach. Like, kind of, what's the point? Like you didn't give me a chance to work with the guy. Yeah. I mean, you just can't develop it. These, just because some of these other rookie quarterbacks and young guys are, like, immediately stepping in. I mean, you know, look what Mahomes is playing with. Look what Baker Mayfield's playing with. Well, there's guys saying that, you know, watch out for Cleveland with Tyra Taylor. Like, because Cleveland actually had some pieces. Like, they had some guys that could play. Yeah. And so, you know, it wasn't, you know, the Jets were always supposed to be bad this year. Right. You never heard anybody say, "Well, watch out for the Jets," right? So I I don't like when they get the coaches get fired, especially years into you know year one into drafting a quarterback, even year two. 
I, I think some of the longevity, um, I think Tony Dungy might have tweeted out something showing like the longevity of coaches. And the guys at the top that have been there, take away Bill Belichick, obviously he's been there for right. 19 seasons, 16 seasons, something like that. Marvin Lewis, 16. Right. So, <laughs> you, you know, you take some of those guys away, like the, all the teams that were up there with, with coaches six, seven, six, seven, eight years were playoff teams, you know, or or were last year and just had a down year, well, whatever I mean, the case may you be. You have to get a little bit of uh, you know, just consistency, you know, stability in there. I mean, not that some of these guys that can't come around, you know, like McVay seems to have jumped in and got it going, but, you know, it's just like the college ranks. You can't get a system going. You can't get things in order and, you know, get guys buying in, you know, without having a little bit of time to get there and figure out what you're doing and weed out the crap. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think you're seeing that. Well, I've always said, like, with some of these college coaches, I'd love to see everybody get five years. Um, <laughs> and I've always been spoiled because I had Bobby Bowden and Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Right? And, like, now I'm with, with Dagger. I'm like, yeah, we can go ahead and move on. Yeah, get him out of here. But the thing is, like, I feel like, FSU was in a spot where they've shown significant decline. They didn't, you know, like, if they don't perform well next year, I think they didn't have a, a bear covered. Whereas at Tennessee, I feel like you got to give a guy at least four years, you know, three to four years for sure, maybe even five to at least see what you got because yeah. the cupboard's bare and yeah. some of these programs. Dooley went out and spring crap. Right. And, and, and I think the NFL, obviously you can fix it quicker there, but, you know, you could argue you can't because you don't get to pick them. Like, you only get seven of them. And then you get some free agents, right? right. So that's all you get. Right. So you kind of you have what you have. Um, the Jets were so bad for so long, you know. Bowls, bowls, bowls. Uh, you know, he, I think he was working with what he had, and then you draft a quarterback. I mean, you finally get a guy that okay, this might be yeah, the guy. Yeah, around this guy. Yeah, and then you get fired. So anyway, he'll be fine. I've heard him uh, get talked about for the Tampa. Uh, defensive coordinator job as well. I mean, anyway, he, was, he was a great D coordinator. Yeah, so, I mean, I would be happy to have him. So, I don't know. I think the Jets are still got holes. Um, I've left our two teams off because I figured that would go a while. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, well, honestly. They're, they're not the best jobs. I mean, Cincinnati has a lot of holes too. Kind of like a Green Bay in a sense. I mean, you, you have some stud superstar guys, you know, in the Geno Atkins and uh, A.J. Green type deal. You have you certainly have some offensive weapons more so than you have defense, but I mean that's another that's another franchise that oh, man like you're gonna have a little bit of of a you know foundation building there. Not that Marvin put up a bad spot. It's just I think you got very similar situations in Tampa and Cincinnati with you've got a quarterback who you think you know who he is, but is he Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde? Yeah, and is it is it is there someone better? You know, Tampa's already came out and said, "Hey, look, Winston's going to be our starter next year." The GM's right. already came out and said it, and I'm I'm happy with that for the simple fact that he knows he has to play well, and the coach coming in knows that like there's not going to be like who's the starting quarterback. Like, go find out if Winston. Like, if right. we're going to take a year. I wish they'd done it this year. Starting every game, obviously he had this three game suspension, but go. I mean, go find out what you have. Same with Andy Dalton. Like, I always think it was like, oh, we need a new quarterback. Well, who are you going to get better? Like Dalton's, I would say is a you know. Well, and he was a broken thumb from leading them right. into the the playoffs. That AJ McCarron had the game won. You right. Know, the backup had the game won. Right. So yeah, you can't go that. Um, Tampa's problems, in, in my opinion, on defense. Like so. Well, same with the Bengals. And, and I have a hard time saying. I mean, Tampa offensively scored a lot of points this year, but they couldn't stop anybody. And you know, the D coordinator they have in there right now, actually, I think like was. In I think his six games after they fired Mike Smith was nine points better, you know, allowing nine points fewer than they were previously. So, you know, everybody's kind of 
excited about that. And I, the defense, it, this, there's no secondary. Linebackers, you have pro bowlers. Defensive line, you have pro bowlers. They just can't cover anybody. Yeah. So, you know, I think so much. Pressure, you're yeah, you're right. picked apart. And so, and they do plays. all year. So, I, you know, honestly, I really wouldn't. I mean, Cleveland or Denver has to be the, the best job out of those two. Denver just doesn't have who who is their identity from an offensive standpoint. I don't know. Lindsey at this moment, he's a right. rookie at least. You have that going for you. You just got rid of Marius Thomas. You have Emmanuel Sanders. He's not your long term one. He's not your one. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, that's where you get a couple pieces, and, and defensively they still got talent. Yeah, they Denver's were, defense, and then you got Denver's hard to play at. I mean, right. hard to go in and win. Um, speaking of teams that should have fired their coach, the Jags ended up coming out. They're going to keep Doug Marone, which is uh, you know you can't drive that bus like that into the river with the casualties they've had because there you've got guys that are just you know I, that team's disbanded. Almost yeah, like it's the Steelers. Craziest thing. Yeah, it's almost like the Steelers. Like there's, yeah, you know, and I'm, we're about to lay into that because I love it. It was my late late Christmas gift. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like I've never seen two franchises that both going into this year. If you would have told me right off the bat, like I think the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl, I think the Jags are going to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that's probably a hard to argue. A solid like, bet. I yeah. mean, in the grand scheme of it's Week One, that's probably a pretty solid bet. And those are two franchises that have seen they've gone off the rails. Jaguars. Earlier in the early in the season in all, and then you know the Steelers were seven two and one, and then just went you know yeah. kaput. I mean, the Jaguars it seems like they just fell apart on the field. Their play fell apart. Pittsburgh feels like it fell apart behind the scenes, and then it spilled over onto the field. Like I feel like the Jags went from we're playing horrible, we hate each other now. Where the because Pittsburgh's like playing. yeah, because we're not playing good. Last year we we're all boys. Now we're now we're right. you know at each other, and that's you know show me a situation. That you know, your finances are in, yeah, in trouble at home. You and your wife aren't always going to be the most chipper, right? <laughs> right. It, you know, yeah. It's a lady yeah, calls it's a divorce, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, it, when things don't go right, sometimes relationships are going to suffer. It's how you get through it that, ma- that matters, right? Uh, with Pittsburgh, it's the opposite. It's like we all hate each other. I'm not playing well for you know. Yeah. We're going to play oh, bad. Yeah. We're not on purpose, but like it just happens. Like it's it, bad and. I mean, it would take a very good divorce lawyer probably to come in and sort through the crap that is Pittsburgh right now. That's right. And I'd love to just sit there and watch it. Uh, I, you know, I don't know who the problem is there. Is it is it Big Ben? I think so. I, I'm, I've wrote it down. I mean, to me. Is that fat prima donna just ruining this team? I hope he is. I, I mean, how could you argue? He hated Todd Haley, ran him off. Yeah. Not you know Todd Haley is probably is a difficult person based on everything I've seen. Sure, hard knocks and you know kind of this sideline demeanor, right? Um, and getting in a fight with dude in a bar. But you know, he, so he's not like the most <laughs> pleasant person. Filling up an underage chicken in a bar. That's right. Looking at you, Ben. <laughs> That's right. Um, um, it's probably what they fought over. Yeah, honestly, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> so. Super vocal on Le'Veon Bell. Like, oh, I was yeah. happy to get out there and be like, oh, yeah. we don't need him, whatever, Constantly whatever. criticizing Martavis Bryant. Right, you know I mean? all over Bryant. Who, I mean, I, you know, I get, the guy's got his problems. Right, and then you have, you know, obviously this new AB story. Yeah, who is arguably the one of the, I mean, the dude's on the Madden cover. He's one. He's the, if not one of the best players in the league. He's top five player in the league. Yeah. He's top three in his position. You know, you could argue, you know, the Northeast might argue he's number one, and the South would heart Julio and right. Midwest. Sure, your, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. AJ. I'm argue AJ, yeah, right. sure. DeAndre Hopkins. Like, there's enough, but like, you couldn't. Someone could 
could make a very compelling argument of why he'd be the best receiver ever. You know, uh, uh, right now, I should right. say. So, uh, you know, it's weird. You you wonder. It's like, who is the problem? And then you have Tomlin, who is just this horrible mediator. He definitely seems like a guy who would be like a coward on a power trip. Hey, the guy seems like he would like he wouldn't address you in a meeting. He would like send you a memo in your locker, like, "Hey, stay off your cell phone," you know, uh, during team meetings. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just you know, yeah, just just you, man. You know, like, this isn't for you. This is for the whole team. Yeah, it's just one of those guys. I used to boss him. Um, but yeah, I don't, Tomlin just seems odd. You know, like he he's definitely trying to be everybody's friend, but also trying to. Well, because it worked early on. Like he was, he was like the cool, like dude. Yeah, he was, over there with his aviators on the side. Yeah, like he was, he was, he was a player's coach. I mean, that was what we we'll say. He's a player's coach, and that's cool. I mean, that, and maybe he's not like a hard nosed guy, and that's fine. But could you imagine having to juggle the Le'Veon Bell, Fat Ben, AB? Apparently, has a little is not you know is. I can't remember I mean, who came out these, and was saying like he's got a different. Look he's, at his he's not. Yeah. He's an asshole. He's not as is. As cool and cheery as he puts on, like I can't remember, is a former player talking about it. But what, what is that on the back? It's, is that Thor's hammer? I don't what? Know. I, yeah, it's just the. It's. He he thinks he's here, and I'm holding my hand up for those of you who can't see, and he thinks everybody else is here. He right, definitely yeah. like he thinks and he's gotten that guy. way. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, he's a phenomenal player, but you know, can't you just be like you look at some of these guys who win like the Walter Payton, you know, the Year Award? Not a buddy. I have to give my buddy Matt Wood credit for. Uh, he, he was like, you know, should, we should do like an anti-Walter Payton. Like, who would <laughs> yes. win it? You know what I mean? Who would win that? Who was um, the anti-Walter yeah, Payton? Yeah, it, it, it was pretty funny. We had this huge group text, which, you know, I definitely couldn't read on air because of, uh, you know, just it would offend everybody. Actually, yeah. I, was say, well, <laughs> I don't know if the SEC regulates podcasts. I've listened to pretty <laughs> yeah. rough ones. So check out Joe Rogan's. That's true. Yeah, I bet <laughs> it does. But, you know, I, I started thinking about this with the Steelers, and I mean, I hate to say it, but – this is a franchise that will be okay to you're not and you're not not letting AB go. You're trading him. You're going to trade him for something for phenomenal. Something legit, yeah. Not to mention, I, I started looking at this and I was like, you know, look at their history of drafting wide receivers, and they just do a damn good job at it. They drafted Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, Juju Smith-Schuster, Martavis Bryant, Antonio Brown. I mean, the list goes on of guys. They just seem to. Whoever their personnel is, person behind the background is is finding good wide receiver talent. Right. I mean, and, and these guys, they're not you know, you're not like you're going out and getting them all in the first round. I mean, Antonio Brown is a six round pick from I love you know, Central I, I do love that part of the story, right? Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, Pittsburgh traditionally doesn't fire coaches ever. Like, those guys hang around. So, I mean, I, I happens when is it worth? Moving on from Big Ben, like, what if you traded him in the offseason? That's what happens when God's a Steelers fan. That's you right. don't have to fire your coach because you always get lucky. That's right. Nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, if you, if you, you let Big Ben, Big Ben hit the trade market, I mean, somebody is paying a decent price. Well, you yeah. get a first-rounder for him still. I mean, although he you know, acts like he's going to retire every year. but well, Yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're the organization, it's like your, your two kids are fighting and you don't, you don't want to pick favorites. Like, oh, this is my favorite son. But it's like – how many good years does Big Ben have left? How many good years does Antonio Brown have left? I mean, he's he's at the, he's in his prime. Yeah, I mean, you Big could, Ben. I mean, yeah, he's a big. He dude. led the league again in passing. That's the only thing. Like it's so frustrating. And interceptions. Yeah, but I like the interceptions sometimes. <laughs> I love them. Hey, shooters got to shoot, man. Shooters. Gotta I know shoot. you do love the Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's uh, 
I mean, and the, you can't take the guy down. I mean, he's like seven foot eight, five hundred forty pounds. And you can't tackle the guy. You know? He's so fat. He's like Jared Lorenzen yeah. in the arena league. I mean, the guy's just you know people are bound. I mean, I saw a defensive end. I mean, seriously, we came around the end this week. Blitz, just I mean, mauled him. I mean, something that would have just obliterated me. Like it would have, like you know, Andrew Luck had a lacerated kidney. It would have lacerated, you know, my entire body. It, it would just in cut half. me in half. You yeah. know what I mean? And he hits Big Ben, and Big Ben's like, ah, and just like shoves it off. And then just, you know, shot puts them all, you know, 80 yards down the field. Uh, you're talking about like what it would have done to you. Um, I had to go on a, a recruiting visit one time to Wofford, and uh, the Carolina Panthers have their, had their um, camp there. Yeah. You know, of course, you're in high school. You think, oh, I'm, I, this is cool. I, I could play in the NFL, right? Like, right. I'm, I'm a 5'11 yeah. quarterback. I'm I could close. play in the NFL, right? Yeah. I'm white and slow. I could do all that. Like, you know, I throw it okay, but I could make it, right? So, I'm standing there, I'm peeking in a door. And as I'm peeking in, I see somebody walking through, so I back out. Julius Peppers opens the door. I'm like, nah, my, my NFL dream right there was over. Like, that dude would literally destroy every bone, kidney, Organ, everything in you. It was good like, he was naked, right? Yeah, yeah I was talking about what you were doing. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, we're talking about this was a shout. No. Yep, I can't play in this league. <laughs> can't play in this league and not packing quite enough. Uh, yeah, no, but like he, just seen him. He's like he's like a mountain of a yeah, man. Yeah, it was he's six ten. Yeah, two seventy. Like, yeah. like he walks by, and I'm like, Jesus, like, and dudes don't get tackled by. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't make every tackle. So could you imagine? Like here I am. A 5'11", 180 pounds soaking wet, like, he would literally destroy, like, break my neck if he hit me from the blind side, right? So, then you think how impressive it is a guy like Alvin Kamara, who is, you know, 5'11", same size. or 6 foot tall, yeah. 210, 208, right. 220, well, I don't know, you know, whatever, shoot from the hip here, give or take some pounds, and guys like J.J. Watt are, like, diving on him, grabbing him, and he's and just, just yeah. he's just, you know, twisting his body and wincing off of it. Yeah, it's... it's it's a different level, which obviously. Which is why we watch the game. Yeah. Which is why we love the NFL. Exactly. Meant, you know what I mean? Because it's... It's the best of the best. Yeah, period. The best, yeah. Like, everybody's like, oh, that quarterback sucks, or that guy sucks. I'm like, yeah. he's he sucks at the NFL level, at you know, per se. Yeah. Like, he's not as good as the elite talent, but right. the dude's one of the best 380 there's, there's 56 football players rosters to f- in you know, the world. 56 roster spots to fill. Right. 32 teams. Yeah. And you're carrying three quarterbacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah, th- those guys are freaks. Even the punters are freaks. Like, yeah. Like, you just watch what they do, where they put the ball. Yeah, it, it's – you're really, the best. Lane Foster just friggin' you know, <laughs> just, you just watch it, Macho Man Randy Savage, the guy, you know, yeah. and about killed him. R.I.P. Mean Gene. Oh, yeah. What a, what a terrible way to end the show. But uh, yeah, but a great uh, childhood memory. Mean Gene, R.I.P. Yeah. I saw Up that there in the interviews. <laughs> just – was awesome, man. It was part of the childhood. It was. I remember right? having like old school, like regular Nintendo video games, and like interview. It was like a Mean Gene. Like, yeah, it was like right. a little cartoon. A little cartoon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. R.I.P. I guess we're getting old. Yeah. When, you, so. when your when your legends are, are are falling off, you're getting old. So we talked about last week. I said we we kind of got to do some of our like uh our dirty secrets of of the sports world on kind of what we do and um you know. Mine being here in the South, which is so weird. I never played the sport except for, like, pickup after college and all that. Like, I don't know why, but I was always infatuated with uh, El Football. El Football. <laughs> Soccer, if you will. 
And so, like, I'd get up at, like, 4 a.m. Or, or 2 a.m. to watch U.S. and the World Cup when I was in high school. I don't know why. Like, I don't really, maybe it was because I never played and I was infatuated with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I became a Liverpool fan, and those boys are sitting atop the uh, EPL. So, just there a little tidbit at the end. And I like the, it. What could be argued the greatest American player, you know, they're, ta- they're, they're dubbing Pulisic as. Oh, yeah, he's uh, a- he, big, he's big fun move to watch. To, yeah, big to move watch. to Chelsea. So there you go. Atlanta United won the won the MLS Atlanta Cup United this won, year. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, there's a lot, lot going on in that soccer world. Yeah, for me, I, you know, my, my dirty sports secret. I, I touched on it maybe one podcast. Um, is is boxing and um, much more manly than mine. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, rigged as well. I mean, you know, there's just True. that's what's killed the sport through the years is just the terrible. Terrible, terrible decisions. But, you know, if I'm the corner man, you know, this is just me. Um, for all you people who are ever going to be a corner man out there one day, it's like, you should go out to knock the person out. Never, never run from it, you know? Like, right. Because the judges are going to screw you. It's not if. They will. Yeah, they will. Go knock them. Yeah, yeah, you they, can't they technically. Yeah. Unless you're Floyd Mayweather doing, you know, which, you know, he's not a big knockout guy, but you know, technically yeah. he's he's sound. Well, the money draws there, too. It's probably why he's gotten some some of his decisions of the year. But that, that was kind of where I was going with, with this My Dirty Pleasure, uh, you know, sport pleasure is boxing. You know, I don't know if you saw it. I, it was seemed what to be a laughing stock, which Floyd Mayweather went, Mayweather went and fought tension something, something. Like a kickboxer, right? Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a Japanese, like, prize fighter. Like, you know, basically like this guy was like, whatever. But then they're like, all these rules are coming out, and it's like, yeah, he can't kick him, he can't take him down. And they wore boxing gloves. It was supposed to be like an MMA type. It started out, it was going to be like an MMA type deal. Yeah, it was so stupid. And so Mayweather knocks him out in the first round, and it just seems so over-exaggerated. Like, he punched him, and like the dude like did a, like three backflips. <laughs> it just it seemed like Convulsing. he was back in the WWE when, yeah. when Mayweather had his appearance and like, like punched the big show in the face, and he started bleeding. It just seemed so <laughs> dumb. And apparently he got paid nine million dollars. Yeah, nice to go be an idiot. It's almost like an appearance fee, not really a match, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's almost yeah. like here's an appearance. Yeah, fee. It, it just seems so dumb. But. Well, I, I could tell. I saw where you know, of course, the money part came out, and I didn't even know it was happening. So I, yeah. I can't imagine it was. It, obviously, it wasn't. Mayweather's always going to talk about the money part, that's, right? Yeah. What's money Mayweather? That's his thing, money Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Yeah. You do you, man. Speaking of, I, as we wrap up. Like, I think boxing like lost a lot of viewership. A when all the heavyweights started died off, like yeah. died off because that that was you know people a lot of people can't get real technical with with boxing like don't understand you know the technicalities the yeah, skill the point, it's, the it's the boxing it, yeah it's not it's not MMA yeah, it's you not just like, like the guy needs to knock him out he yeah wins, he's right? trying yeah so what know, happens if they don't knock him out right, right. And, and you could almost say the same thing about soccer like people don't understand the intricacies that go into the actual game like. If you're not scoring touchdowns or points, points right. in any sport, right. like it's not happening where, you know, there's a lot to – You play 90 minutes and somebody wins one or nothing, it's just like, wow, they, yeah. these teams suck. You know, yeah, whatever. right. It's it's so boring. But if you if you, if you you fall in love with, like, what's actually happening inside the, the game, inside the game, so to speak, right. with both boxing and, and soccer, well, there was, I think yeah. you can find – there was a, a hell of a pay per view recently, and it was Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, and it was it was a crazy. That was fight. legit, and the, yeah. but there yeah. you go, back to the heavyweights. Yeah, like, yeah, that there's was finally a, some heavyweights, right? And, and I think there's you know 2019 could be interesting if if that rematch happens, and you know there's the Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury fights Anthony Joshua. You can see it, we'll we'll definitely hit on that if if that Absolutely, comes to yeah, fruition. But sure. uh, hey, folks, glad you listened. It's been a long one, but we we were talking yeah. about this like God, this is gonna be a long so show much to talk because about. it's just. 
you know, tons of stuff in the in, in the NFL and uh, college football. But yeah, Monday night show. We'll get together. We're gonna do yeah. some. Uh, Maybe yeah. maybe Tuesday if if for some reason we can't coordinate yeah. the national yeah. title sure. and the podcast, yeah. but, but Monday or Tuesday for sure. But we'll uh, we'll, we'll make it happen because we'll definitely have a NFL playoffs to recap. To That's right. About. So hey, appreciate enjoyed you. it, folks. Keep listening. Follow us on Twitter, balls underscore and underscore brews and iTunes and Spotify. See you. See you. Um.